All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. Glad you're in with us today. How you doing, babe? Doing good. Enjoying, enjoying this nice, cool weather. Yeah. Good day today. Yeah. Yeah. Great day. We're having a ball. Yes. Uh, went uh, to a Bible study this uh, morning. Bible and study. And I had a prayer meeting early with some guys. Yeah. And I got to go to lunch with a friend. And now... Um, Looking outside is so pretty. It's beautiful right now. With the breeze blowing and it's nice finally. Don't you love this time of year? The fall is coming. I'm so excited. We live in a part of the, of California, the Central Valley, that gets really, really hot. So when this seasonal change comes as we scoot our way slowly uh-huh. into fall, it feels so we're really good. We're really ready for it. Yeah, so it's starting time. to get really pretty and nice. The leaves are Early starting morning, to turn. Get a little sweatshirt on, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, a cup of coffee in oh, the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Well, glad you're in with us. Uh, we're going to kind of continue to tool you up here. That's kind of what we love to, to do. It's how we look at what Marriage Matters is all about, is getting tools in your bag. So what you build really does glorify God. It's for His glory and for your highest good. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a pretty important tool, wouldn't you say? I mean, you miss this one, you miss a lot. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree with this one. Little history lesson. In 1519, Hernan Cortez, a Spanish conquistador, arrived in North America, what is now Mexico. The expedition, as it became more and more difficult, Cortez realized that his men uh, were had one eye out in the bay, eyeing the the ships that were out there, wishing to go home. And he commanded his men at a point in time to simply burn the ships. That's what we're calling this episode: burn the ships. And obviously, he did it because uh, the mission that they mm-hmm. were on was getting compromised. Mm-hmm. The harder it got, and their mission was to travel to the interior of Mexico and explore this new world. And the mission was was uh, ready to be abandoned by most of his men. The harder it got, the more their hearts wandered out into the bay and they desired to get back on their ships, abandon the mission and go home. So how long were they when this? Oh, he did it pretty quick. It happened well, pretty quick. I would think so because yeah. if they hadn't got into the interior no. of Mexico yet. They were yeah. still hanging out no. and looking at the ships. And obviously they, they did. Uh, uh, and they uh, burned at them. great cost, they burned them all but one. They did it at great cost. I mean, this was no easy mission they were on. They had left their families and homes and were committed. And uh, But as things get harder, let's face it, you, you know, enduring difficult things over a long period of time. We're just not very good at that. No, right? I'm horrible at it. So- the, the design here today, or the, the point being, for so many of even God's people that should know more about the design of God for marriage, we're kind of shocked every day that we bump into people that honestly have no clue that the covenant that they are in, the covenant of marriage, is permanent mm-hmm. by God's design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about, uh, just before we got started with the episode, that our culture has drifted so far from where it was just 200 years ago. In a very brief period of time, mm-hmm. we have almost redefined what our culture or how it thinks and operates to the point that you don't have to look very far now to find some young person, maybe a general Zer, 
who has no clue what Easter is or no clue what Christmas is, what other than the giving of gifts Mm -hmm. and right having a party. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the, the major holidays marking the most significant cultural ideology being built on a Judeo Christian thought is gone. They don't even know why Easter, why we have that holiday. Right. Well, when it comes to marriage, you don't have to look very far to find someone, maybe even a professing follower of Jesus who still has a ship out in the harbor mm-hmm. and they have not made the commitment or mm-hmm. understood the design of God to be that we we don't retreat from our troubles in marriage. The diff- they will become difficult. There's no doubt that marriage is built to be difficult on our flesh, mm-hmm. to shape us and mold us into the image of Christ. There's a selflessness about it. All of that, I believe, is by design. If if you still got a ship out there in the harbor and it starts getting difficult, we see over and over and over again people abandoning the mission, the mm-hmm. call of God in their married life who never really burned the ship. Right. There was always a back door clearly open. Culturally, in, in America, just a, a little bit of just fun facts here, not fun facts, but facts. In 1969, Ronald Reagan was the first to, in California to sign uh, a state law for no-fault divorce. Mm-hmm. Up until, 19, well, it actually went in in action in 1970. It was written in 1969. But up to before that, you had to prove a reason that your marriage was untenable, couldn't survive. And that would be adultery or abandonment, those horrible issues that because human beings are broken, they do occur. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, and, and we could hypothesize forever of why everyone was so eager to go here, but uh, he signed into law that you don't have to have a reason. Uh, irreconcilable differences was enough. One person could decide, I don't want this anymore, and they can break that contract mm-hmm. that is a legal contract. I mean, it's it's recorded right. legally uh, in halls of records. Uh, it provides for different tax statuses mm-hmm. and other things. It is a legal contract. But from 1970 on in California, the rest of the country over the next seven or eight years followed suit. Interesting enough, the last state to sign a no-fault divorce law on their books was New York. Wow. They were the holdout. And wow. and only in 2010 did You're they- kidding. No. So no. where, how did they get divorces? They had to prove. They had to, yeah. Or go to another state? Yeah. yeah. Can you go to another state and get a divorce? Mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah. So it took a while, but eventually the whole country went there just in terms of the, the drift. What, what we're talking about is just a culture that once was deeply committed, overall committed mm-hmm. to the worship of God, the knowledge of God, the gospel of Christ. Or at least commitment to family. Sure. Even if they weren't committed to Christ. Right. Committed to the family and their children. Yeah. It's drifted so far now that eventually every state in the country um, followed suit. So again, this is is a drift that has not served us well. And and really, Marriage Matters exists to encourage people to get back to God's design. And in that regard, any right theology for marriage— must include the permanence of your marriage covenant. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were in our early married years, and we would get into a, a I don't know, fight. I guess sure 
um, argument, heated fellowship, frustration. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember in my mind, I would always say, well, you're married. There's nowhere you're going to go. So we got to work this out. We're married. And I'm really glad that I came into the marriage with a permanent idea. I was taught that as young. Yep. And I felt that. I knew it was by God's design. Now, I remember my mom having some issues with me marrying you Mm -hmm. because you did come from a family that Mm -hmm. was divorced. Mm -hmm. And she- That That worried her. It worried her because she thought, Will he have that idea that that's okay, that he can leave this marriage because this is what he was raised with? And I never felt that you did because of Christ. But I remember saying, there's nowhere I can go. I've got to stick this out, even though it seems hard and difficult. This is is for my whole life. Well, we again, to reiterate, just because something's hard and difficult doesn't mean it's not from the Lord. I mean, oh, well, right? Yeah. So Look they at do life. get they do get hard and difficult. You know, you they do the busyness of a married life and raising children, uh, d- the economic ebbs and mm-hmm. flows. I mean, there are pressures in life. It is. This does get hard. Uh, well, the mon, you know, the the mundaneness of it. Yeah. Of over and over and over again, and yeah. sure, same person. Yep. Same issues. Yep. And you just have to. Press have, on. You have to press on. Yep. Plus, if you're not happy, yeah. then let's do something about it. There, you, there's your, that's a point. You right? know. Mm-hmm. So from the beginning, marriage is has been permanent uh, for the lifespan of the husband and the wife. You see it first show up that idea of permanence in Genesis two, in the very first mention of marriage, mm-hmm. and the rib. Let me read it from Genesis two twenty two. The rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, He made into a woman and brought her to the man. And the man said, this is really like nothing I've ever seen. This is bone of my bone, Mm -hmm. flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, because that is true, it's saying, that's what that therefore means. Because that is true, they are one. A man shall leave father and mother, hold fast to his wife. Some translations have it be joined Mm -hmm. to his wife. I think the... King James has it, uh, cleave mm-hmm. uh, was the best English word they had at the time, cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh. That just oozes with a sense of permanence. In fact, the, the word there, hold fast, uh, that original word there means to adhere to, sticky, like to stick to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, if we could use the word weld, be welded to your wife, there is a sense of permanence to that word there. It means to join. Cleave was actually a great translation of that word, or adhere to. It's really interesting. There's a, a point in Matthew's gospel in the 19th chapter where Jesus uh, refers back to that verse in Genesis 22. That's what he quotes when he's being challenged by some Pharisees about marriage and uh, divorce, mm-hmm. the issue of divorce. And and in that those verses in Matthew 19, verse 3 right in there, three, four, five, maybe up to verse 10. He says there that Moses, you're right, did permit divorce, but only because of the hardness of the human heart. But he he tags onto that, these words, but in the beginning, it was not so. 
Hmm. So what? This is really interesting mm-hmm. because that that I really haven't heard that that little bit in Matthew. It's Matthew nineteen three through mm-hmm. eight. What you realize is they were drifting too. This oh. they were drifting. They were finding ways to divorce, and they they had di- uh, abandoned original design. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they had ships in the harbor too, mm-hmm. and were hitting them hard. Right. So Jesus had to remind them in the beginning it was not. So now he goes on to make it clear that that Moses's allowance in the Old Testament law of the Jews um, that allowed divorce was only in cases of gross sexual breakdown where a violation of the covenant had occurred through adultery. But even then, the ability not to survive that has to do with even the human heart gets hardened. The wound is so deep. So, and I don't want to turn this into a treatment of those verses, but uh, only to say that from the very beginning of we, it's very clear in God's design family that marriage is permanent. It's for the life of the man and the woman who make that covenant mm-hmm. together. And it, you may be thinking, well, why are they, co- why are Ken and Shar covering that simple? De- doesn't everybody know that? That's the problem. No. Well, I know. I, I disagree. Do I you think really? that most Christians do know that it's permanent, except when it starts getting really hard. Well, yeah. We make allowances and we start getting our excuses. And then we start acting in ways that are not for the marriage, but against the marriage. And then things do happen. Well, did they ever believe at that point? No, I do. I I think most people would say, would say. This is for life. This is for life. Sure. I think on their wedding day, they're not thinking. Well, you're right. I've done a lot of weddings, hundreds, and I've never had anybody's vow sound like this. I I promise to love you and honestly cherish you till something better comes along I'm bored. or tell I'm bored or tell right. it's hard. Right. You're right. That vow I is do never think, said. I think that <laughs> it's just, it's easy to say those things. It's a lot harder to live it right. for the rest of your life. Well, okay. Now to our point today, the analogy of the ships and Cortez's men. Mm-hmm. If there's no ship out in the harbor, right. <laughs> You're you not, can only go forward. Exactly and I'm sitting right. here, I'm, we, we, we do these episodes at a desk in my office. So we're looking at each other as we're talking. And, and I, I know when I look at you, though, like any couple, it's a challenge, mm-hmm. right? To love, honor, and cherish day in and day out, to not wound one another. We've, we've stubbed our toe plenty of, plenty of times. But honestly, there's never been one moment where the answer wasn't to move through our problems, get past our problems, solve our problems. The Lord will hear us. I don't think there's ever been a moment where a ship looked attractive to me. Uh, the back door was well, open. Well, what looks attractive is not to have conflict. Right. Not to be stuck in an area of conflict over and over and over and over, and you can't seem to move through it. That is... That you don't want. Right. But to turn around and say, I'm going back to my old life and I want to be single and it would be better than what I'm sure I'm enduring now, I think neither of us felt that that was the answer. Because, sure. First of all, because of our walk with the Lord. Absolutely. And our testimony. Right. And we had a family. That's why I write Theology for Marriage. Right. Understanding how God designed it is so mm-hmm. important. A lot of things held us together 
but neither of us wanted just to sit and endure it and be unhappy. No. We wanted to move through it. That's the couples we're talking to today. Yeah. To sit and just endure it and say, oh, well, we just have to endure it to the day we die because we committed this. That's not Great what we're point. advocating. Great point. Huh? We're that- advocating, no, burn the ship right. and move forward into the life that God has right. for you. And become what he wants you to be, have your marriage be what he wants it to be. And it will be fulfilling to you and also an example to the world around you and a blessing to your children and their children. Yeah. The goal, the goal is not survival. It's not, it it is, it is not the goal of a married life. Isn't to simply not divorce. No, let's be clear. It's to experience the fullness and richness right. that God designed it for I do, in our lives. I do want to say something. I know that some of you that might be listening to this are in a hard marriage, really hard marriage, sure. and it might not be on your account. You're married to a hard person. And your life, as you're listening, you're going, my life could never turn around that way because of this person I'm married to, which I know plenty of those people. And all you can say to those people is to hang in there and hold on to Jesus as tight as you can and fulfill your marriage vows because some people are unwilling to change and go with you and have that marriage. Either they're unwilling or they're unable, who knows what, but that's, that's the tough ones. Even, even those marriages Mm -hmm. that can be so difficult when Mm -hmm. one partner is stuck, doesn't want to get better, doesn't want, right. Even that marriage, dear ones, can be really glorifying to God. It can. How you handle your vow, mm-hmm. how you manage your business, just as you dig deeply into the grace of God, mm-hmm. it's amazing what He will do in your life right. and glorify Himself in, in your right. life. And um, We've seen plenty of that. It, and it's, it's sad in a way because that partner is kind of stuck. Sure. But they're not stuck in going no. forward with the Lord no. and having a completely abundant life minus the part of their marriage that they wish they had. Yeah. And it's that's a hard one. Yeah. It is. The great hope is that any couple listening that is in difficult times at two at the same time mm-hmm. wake up and right. go, look, let's call on the Lord, which we're going to talk about right. here in a minute. There are two truths kind of side by side here. One is that marriage is permanent Mm -hmm. as God designed it to be for Mm -hmm. man and wife. Secondly, marriage is hard. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) That everyone knows. Right. Now that makes it that. So, so what is a, what are people to do when it's hard and the ships are burned, right? Yeah. You go forward Mm -hmm. and, and we're going to list three things here that, that are just really simple. This is almost self-explanatory, but, but number one, remain committed. Again, we said this, I think, in the last episode Mm -hmm. or one before, that confusion and commitment can't possess the same space. In Mm -hmm. my heart, if I'm committed to our future together, Mm -hmm. no matter what, Mm -hmm. if that is a commitment we both have made, then we will never be confused. About where we're going. About where we're going. We're going forward. We're going forward together. We're going to fix it. That's Mm -hmm. what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, But if my commitment falters or wanes and one eye begins to wander out Mm -hmm. to the ship in the harbor that Mm -hmm. I've never burned, at that point, confusion will come in like a Mm -hmm. flood. It will flood the heart of any man or or any woman. The solution to confusion about your future with your wife or your husband, the 
antidote to confusion if you're if you're in that spot today is commitment. Mm-hmm. Regain your commitment today, mm-hmm. right now, even as we're speaking. Uh, renew your commitment to one another and to the high design of God for your marriage life. That includes rejecting the cultural drift, mm-hmm. the slide that says it's not permanent. Right. When you think about it, when those laws were passed for no fault, that no fault issue, I just think that was such a tragic thing. What the government, what what even the government is saying is that you don't have this. You, you can make that contract, right. but it's a contract you get to break anytime you anytime want. Anytime you want, it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. Now your your car loan, you can't break that. Mm-mm. You sign that one. You, your mortgage, you can't mm-hmm. break that contract. Right. But the contract of marriage, the government says, guys, look, come on, you can break it anytime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For any reason, mm-hmm. you don't even have to have a reason. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing any your partner can do about it. Is that the weirdest thing ever? Mm-hmm. They, We have lawyers to defend every kind of contract there is, except this one. Well, we have lawyers that'll help you break your contract. They'll help you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just a really weird thing that's happened mm-hmm. with us here. But so number one, renew your commitment mm-hmm. and- any confusion you have will take flight. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, cry out to the Lord together. Call on the Lord. Really ask God to help you. It, by that I mean, I know that's Bible language, cry out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is just grab each other by the hands, if you're a believer, and ask God to help you. And will, will people really do that? I'm hoping. Because I mean, that's really, will they that's really where breakthrough do that? comes. I know it does, but that's where breakthrough comes. If you're committed, that's where you'll go. When you know you're committed, that is where you go. Oh yeah, if you, you call if on you the Lord. If you can't do that, you still haven't burned the ships. Yeah. He promises to hear. Mm-hmm. The word says, "If any man calls on the name mm-hmm. of the Lord, he shall be saved, or rescued, or delivered." Uh, it, that's a, a promise. That doesn't ju- just in reference to redemption or salvation. Right. I mean, I've been in plenty of difficult situations where I've called on the Lord to rescue me, right. even from myself, from mm-hmm. attitudes or mm-hmm. of the heart or confusion that's in my a, own life. That's a daily thing for me. <laughs> Lord, rescue me. <laughs> Please, from Lord, my, help me. From my heart. That's it. So number one, burn the ship, remain committed, uh, get ready to press on into the interior where mm-hmm. new things can be discovered. Number two, Cry out to the Lord together. He promises to hear you. And then number three, get some help. Mm -hmm. Get some encouragement. Mm -hmm. Um, Call a pastor at your church. Call a great friend. Um, Call someone that has the marriage that you know that you want to emulate and say, will you help us? That's right. Start meeting with us. Get in a small group. Mm -hmm. Get in a marriage group. Do something to- Teach Sunday school together. Yeah, honestly, I know. Serve, start Do serving the Lord together. Together, yeah. Make your marriage the priority that yeah. God makes it. Yeah. And I think that then you start seeing some breakthrough. Yeah. But it's not going to be by just sitting around and doing nothing. No. There's a there's a journey. There's a mission. There's a uh, there's a mission involved here in marriage. Mm-hmm. It is to land right, get married, mm-hmm. and then that that marriage reflect the wonder and the beauty, Mm -hmm. the majesty of the love of God Mm -hmm. and the unconditional love of God is so reflected 
in married life. He talks about it that is. in Ephesians chapter five. Mm-hmm. He's talking about Christ in the church mm-hmm. and the visible testimony that it bears, mm-hmm. the love of God bears when uh, marriage is healthy and how it reflects the Lord and his love to the world around us. And that's the ultimate mission. It's also for our highest good. We In it, we experience uh, our highest good. Mm-hmm. It's not good that man is alone. Right. Uh, these are all Bible declarations of why marriage exists and the high call of marriage. And the only way, again, is to burn the ships, dear ones, stay committed and keep pressing on that mission and don't abandon it. And we realize the mission is tough. Yep. I, I really want to reiterate that this mission is tough of a lifelong marriage together. Yep. That's fulfilling and happy. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It is you it has to be taken by force. It will not just happen. Yeah. And unless you're willing to go there, you will not have it. You will not. That's a great lead into our next episode, which is called The Intentional Marriage, Living the Intentional Marriage, Mm -hmm. because man, it does take a lot of intentionality, right? A lot. But this little tool today, as simple as it is, it's just reiterating Mm -hmm. that God's design includes permanence for you and your husband or you and your wife. And And then when you're in these arguments, if you have ever stated that you're going to go back and you mm. just leave me or I'm going to leave you. When there's no ship to go to and you've burned it, you'll never say it again. Never. Because you're going forward no matter what. It's a great point, babe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to just pull how many people out there in a heated moment, a, in a moment a of, lot of, of woundedness and hurt mm-hmm. have said, I'm out. And what your I'm spouse- the ticket. And what that does to a spouse that is in it yeah. forever, for life. Right. It makes them very insecure and feel very vulnerable. Well, what it reflects too is that you never burn the ships, right? And you're 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 not. And they can't trust what you no. say because you said you never would do that, right? And so on your wedding day. So if you've ever said that, that may reveal that in the mm-hmm. deep place of that one's heart, that that ship is still out there in mm-hmm. the harbor. And man, I would just love if everybody today, right now, mm-hmm. just lets that one sail, closes that back door Make a commitment. and makes a commitment. Again, mm-hmm. we're not talking about serial adulterers and abandonment and abuse. We're talking about the common challenges mm-hmm. of, of marriage, how it, it can grind on your flesh. You have to give yourself up, learn to serve the other uh, even greater than yourself love at great cost. These are all things that marriage teaches us mm-hmm. and works in us. And, and those is- are the things when there is no abandonment, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, mm-hmm. um, abuse, and adultery. But these are the other things that can kill a marriage, just no intentionality. Yep. And those are the things we usually fight over. Yeah. It's the little things. Commonly. Yep. Over and over, the selfishness in our own heart yep. and the lack of attention and care that we give each other. Right. Just as you're married, you know what you know what you guys fight about. It's not about usually those big things. Sure, those things they, they do are, exist. We they deal exist, with them. and they are difficult to go through, and you need help through those. These are just the little things that you just go over and over and over, and pretty soon you look at each other and go, "I'm not committed. I don't know." what's going on here, but I'd rather be alone than this. And that's what we're talking about today. 
Burn that ship. Mm-hmm. Burn yep. it. Say, we're never going to go back. So we're going to go forward no matter what. Refresh it, your commitment. Mm-hmm. Cry out to God and get some encouragement. Yep. Get some help. Yep. You'll find things turning mm-hmm. very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. This was fun. This was. Hey, thanks for letting us talk to you about a really important thing today. This was a, a big tool mm-hmm. to get in the bag. Uh, and And we hope that everybody listening makes that commitment. Totally. Even together. Understands God's design. Maybe when you're in unity and doing really well and you pray together the next time, give that to the Lord and make that commitment together. We're we're burning our ships. We're never going. We're never going to mention it. Yep. We're going forward no matter what. Yep. All right. Great day. Love you, babe. Love you too. All right. Thanks for listening in. And until next time, God bless you all. God bless you. Mm -hmm.